up this phase. Just trying to holler at y'all and see what's going on. Had a lot on my mind reminiscing, trying to figure out these things that are going on my mind. Trying to figure out some puzzles. I'm not here to start nothing. I ain't trying to start nothing. Just got some things that I want to get done. Some things that I want to get solved. Some things I want to enlighten myself with. So maybe y'all take a time and to get the opportunity to stop by and listen to my thoughts. Hope so. Very intellectual. So if you get time, just holler at me. I'm reminiscing all in my room. Just trying to figure out a whole lot of things. Until then, y'all have a great day. And thank you for coming in and listening to me. Thanks. Be careful what you ever, yeah. Cause you just might get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want a woman I can care about. Yeah. And she know how to get it. Cause I'm gonna give it to you, baby. She wanna do it in the morning, afternoon, and in the evening, breaking. Cause she wanna get it on. Brutality on Long Island. This detective put his hands around my client's neck and squeezed. He proceeded to put his hand into his hair and pull his hair back. All while Brennan says he was handcuffed. The detectives that we have do a phenomenal job. I think it was more his ego. More of a, I'm demanding you to do something, you're not listening. So I'm going to show you who really has the power. In the video, you see an officer twist Bessadin by his neck and toss him down the stairs. I didn't have the video. Nobody believed me. The police that kidnapped my two boys had me look, looking in dumpsters. Hey, what's up guys? Long Island Ordered here, back again with another video. In today's video, we will be watching some of the most egregious examples of tyranny, corruption, and police brutality I have ever seen. The Nassau County Police Department, under the leadership of Commissioner Patrick Psycho Ryder, has proven time and again that they are an enemy of the people. It's absolutely shameful and disgusting behavior. We, the people, need to come together and hold them accountable. Stick around to the end of the video for updates on my criminal and civil cases. Without further ado, let's get into it. Now to those claims of Nassau County police brutality on Long Island. Taweed Brennan says his arrest left him scared and afraid of police. Now he's suing the department that put him in handcuffs. His claims now in the seven figures for false imprisonment. I was news reporter Crystal Cranmore live in the Nassau County hamlet of Baldwin with this story. Crystal. Good afternoon. Well, Brennan plans to file a lawsuit for $1 million claiming police brutality and false arrest. Now, the charges leading to that arrest were dropped this week, giving rise to this notice of claim. Now, according to Brennan, the officers listed in this claim tried to stop the alleged abuse caught on camera, but they did not act fast enough. Nassau County police body cameras captured moments Tawid Brennan would like to forget. I felt scared. I didn't know what was going to happen. Instead, he's haunted every day by the trauma he says he faced at the hands of Nassau County law enforcement. Announcing with his lawyer today, he plans to sue the police department for false arrest and police brutality. This detective put his hands around my client's neck and squeezed. He proceeded to put his hand into his hair and pull his hair back. 
all while Brennan says he was handcuffed. It's just, it was barbaric. The announcement comes a day after the Nassau County District Attorney dropped charges against Brennan for an incident last April 5th at the supermarket in Baldwin. Brennan says he forgot his backpack at this market after buying groceries for his mom. He later returned to the store to find police waiting for him. The 23-year-old saying there was a CO2 airsoft gun and knife inside the backpack. It's like a survival kit. I do camping every once in a while. But police, who were responding to reports of a suspicious person, according to the body cam footage, locked Brennan up for assault, resisting arrest, and drug possession. There was absolutely no assault on any police officer. He was moving around a bit. But he wasn't resisting arrest. And the drugs, ADHD, an anticonvulsant medication left in the bag by a previous owner, according to Brennan. There was no basis for the arrest. There was no basis for the beating. I think they were profiling me as a young African-American. Now his mother determined to get justice for her son. I want someone to pay for this. Now, according to Nassau County, there were 15 reported cases of excessive force against the Nassau County Police Department in 2022. That's down from 28 reported cases in 2021. Now, the Nassau County Police Department, as well as the District Attorney's Office, provided no comment regarding this case. Uh, we do know from the Brennan family that they filed this notice yesterday. They tell me they look forward to their day in court. The detectives that we have do a phenomenal job. Allegations of excessive force by police on Long Island, a seven year-old military veteran claiming that two cops in Nassau County, quoting now from his lawsuit, pushed him, grabbed him by his neck, hurled him down four steps, and body slammed him to the ground. He was arrested for allegedly assaulting the officers, but those charges this week were dropped, and there's video of everything. Here's Eyewitness News reporter Stacey Sager. Robert Besseden is a 72-year-old mechanic and Air Force veteran who says he's always been a law-abiding citizen here in Baldwin. I have never broken the law. I've never had any offenses with the police. But that's not what police said in sworn statements exactly one year ago today. Nassau County Police Officers Stephen Beckwith and John Montovani accused Mr. Besseden of assaulting them. In court papers, they said he was, quote, resisting arrest, that he violently flailed his arms, kicked, screamed, and pushed Officer Montovani down four steps. I didn't have the video. Nobody believed me. Murky video right from his front porch, but it does show a much different story. In the video, you see an officer twist Besseden by his neck and toss him down the stairs. You also see an officer shove him a second time after he was cuffed. Besseden spent several days afterwards in lockup with 85% hearing loss because his hearing aids were knocked out. These officers lied, and they there's no question that they lied. It wasn't until this week that the charges were dropped, and now Besseden's attorney has filed a multi-million dollar lawsuit. Nassau County Police wouldn't comment on this pending litigation, and neither would the Nassau County District Attorney's Office. But sources do tell us there is now an internal affairs investigation. The detectives that we have do a phenomenal job. A disturbing confrontation caught on police body camera video in Nassau County. A 33-year-old black man was tasered by white officers for failing to provide identification during a suspected jaywalking incident. CBS 2's Jennifer McLogan spoke to the plaintiff. I just felt the instant pain. Woke up on the ground, I don't remember hitting the floor. It was April of this year when 33-year-old Mark Merritt had a run-in with 1st Precinct officers of Nassau County. It was caught on police body camera. And on the police report it says, it's a crime against society. Jaywalking is now a crime against society. It was here in Baldwin, crossing Grand Avenue, where Mark Merritt said he was first confronted by Nassau County Police. Merritt, who works for a building supply company, says he and a correction officer, Buddy, were trying to get their friend's motorcycle started by pushing it out of the lot and into the street. Officers looked on from a gas station, and Merritt says, instead of helping, demanded his ID. Merritt said he'd done nothing wrong and refused. I think it was more his ego. You know, it was more of a, 
I'm demanding you to do something, you're not listening. So I'm going to show you who really has the power. He appeared to taser Merritt when he reached into his pocket for his ID. It's a total effort to harass a young black man, and it's wrong. We see a foot on his back and a knee on his leg. Today was the first time I saw the, the video, and it's extremely disturbing for me. It's heartbreaking. It's devastating. Attorney Kenneth Mullen says they will file a $1 million lawsuit for excessive and unjustified force and harassment. Nassau is unable to respond due to pending litigation. I think if I had been a female, I had been a white male trying to help somebody, it wouldn't happen. Police on Long Island have been sued over racism in past decades and have hired more officers of color, vowed change, fairness, and transparency. On Long Island, Jennifer McLogan, CBS2 News. And police transported Merritt to the hospital by ambulance. He spent the night handcuffed in a jail cell. The following day, disorderly conduct and governmental obstruction charges were added to jaywalking. The detectives that we have do a phenomenal job. Nassau County police officer is on the other side of the law tonight. A grand jury indicted him on charges after a traffic stop got violent. But the officer says this video does not tell the whole story. CBS 2's Jennifer McLogan reports on this courtroom drama. Vindicate Vinny. The courthouse seemed to shake with thunderous applause. Hundreds of police officers wearing support Nassau cops t-shirts flooded the third floor. As the alleged victim passed through the maze, some of his family members held hands. Moments later, police officer Vincent Lojudis was indicted on felony assault charges, pleaded not guilty, released without bail, and greeted with an avalanche of support. To judge this case by the video would be like judging a book by its cover, because that video does not show what was going on inside that car. Every action taken by this police officer and his partner was reasonable and necessary under the circumstances. Lojudis is accused of kicking and punching Kyle Howell of Westbury during an April traffic stop, allegedly using fists, feet, and flashlight to pummel the 20-year-old motorist. The police union says Howell refused to comply with police orders, appeared reaching for a weapon or trying to swallow a bag of marijuana, saying the force was justified. Vinny will be vindicated and justice will be served. That's the bottom line. What you see in the video, there's a lot more going on in there. After seeing the video, prosecutors launched a probe. All charges against Howell for resisting arrest, assault, and criminal possession of a controlled substance were dropped. I feel like justice is on its way, honestly. According to the indictment, Howell suffered a broken nose, fractures near both eyes, and facial nerve damage from the beating. I have to tell you that the other officers coming out and right away supporting, clapping, intimidating. Howell's attorney called the show of police support reprehensible. This just shows that all these people here were supporting police brutality. Howell plans to sue for false arrest, excessive police force, and denial of his civil rights. Officer Judice faces a maximum of seven years in prison. He has been suspended from the force without pay. His partner has not been charged. From criminal court in Mineola, Jennifer McLogan, CBS2 News. The judge ordered the officer to stay away from Kyle Howell. The detectives that we have do a phenomenal job. Police are defending the way they handled the arrest of two protesters after heated confrontations were caught on camera. One of the protesters is seen walking on a road in East Meadow Friday carrying a loudspeaker. He claims one of the officers stopped abruptly right in front of him on purpose, causing him to bump into the officer. He was then taken down by several other officers. The man also claims one officer kneeled on his neck. The Nassau County Police Commissioner says officers were trying to protect protesters who were marching into oncoming traffic. The detectives that we have do a phenomenal job you abuse children like this, you should be charged. A strong statement directed at Nassau County police officers, followed by a lawsuit. The Tillery family and their attorney are pushing on after they say their two sons, ages 14 and 15, were brutally beaten and wrongfully arrested by police officers in Roosevelt. I know my boys, and I know how they were raised. Nassau! You picked the wrong kids to blame. PIX11 first told you about 15-year-old Amon Tillery last week when community leaders rallied in support of the teens. 
Stop police brutality! Amand, his 14-year-old brother, and another teen were riding their bikes near this park and were on their way home Tuesday afternoon when police arrested them in connection to an assault of a 32-year-old man the same day. They were seized, kidnapped, abused. The family took these photos showing some of Amon's injuries, they say, at the hands of police. He was bleeding from a cut on his ear, bruises on his hands, and a fractured ankle, just to name a few. This picture shows the teen handcuffed to a desk at the first precinct. And the family says the officers never called them. So for hours, this mother says she had to find her boys by tracking their cell phones. The police that kidnapped my two boys had me look, looking in dumpsters. In a statement, the Nassau County Police Commissioner said the investigation has revealed that police officers acted within the scope of the law and exercised restraint and professionalism at the time of the arrest. But this family believes the officers racially profiled their teens. That behavior is a threat to the entire community. Why must my wife and I live in fear that the next call we get is that some Nassau County police officer made a mistake and my child is not coming home. Police say handcuffing the 15-year-old to a table is normal because he was resisting arrest. Of course, we will stay on top of this to see if the family and the Nassau County police can come to some resolve. The detectives that we have do a phenomenal job. All right, ladies and gentlemen, first and foremost, I just want you to know that these examples of police tyranny and brutality are only but a fraction of the complaints received by the Nassau County Police Department, and not one of them has been founded. This is the reality of Commissioner Patrick Cycle Ryder's tenure as top cop. Zero transparency and zero accountability. We the people need to do everything in our power to legally hold this rogue police department accountable. Stay tuned for future updates. Now, I wanted to give you all updates on not only my Nassau County case, but my NYPD cases as well. My next court date in Nassau is October 10th. I am currently working with my lawyer and the Nassau County District Attorney's Office to schedule a time I can turn myself in on my outstanding warrant. In the NYPD criminal case, my attorney has submitted a motion to dismiss, which I will be sharing with all of you shortly. My next court date is November 21st of this year. Lastly, the NYPD civil case. On September 28th, there was an injunction hearing in federal court in Manhattan where we asked the court to order the NYPD to stop enforcing their unconstitutional policy of no recording in the precinct. The hearing went very well. My attorneys did a great job and prepared me well for the witness stand. Now we are waiting for the judge's ruling. As soon as I know, I will share it with all of you, so stay tuned. Let me know what you think about this one in the comment section below. Well, I've already I understand. Well, I just want you to understand and educate you that I can. You don't need to educate me. I know my job and I appreciate it. But no, but you don't know the Constitution. I no, do. Please move on. Thank you so much. Obviously, she doesn't know the Constitution. Our, our rights under the First Amendment. I understand, but you cannot record sensitive information, and that was what. You should, it's up to you to hide sensitive okay, information when I'm in public. So please move on. It's not up to me to, to listen to you either. I'm, I don't have to listen to you. Please move on. <laughs> I, if you guys, you know, when a person's in public and we can record anything that we can see, right? That's been ruled by the courts that way. So if you guys don't want that to be seen, you should put up something that nobody can see it, where you guys are like inside of a enclosed you booth or something. You want to record it? Is it like I'm just recording, man. I'm just recording. Okay, just for your own personal. Just for benefit. my own personal benefit. Okay, that's fine. Do me a favor, just don't record the computer screens, okay? Well, I already did. Okay, can you move along now then? Well, I'll move along when I'm ready. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> How you doing? Oh, pretty good. How you doing, sir? All right, good. So, from my understanding, you guys uh, dropped the passenger off and don't have uh, tickets? No flight tickets? No, no tickets to fly out of here? We have... Uh... Gate passes? Gate passes, yeah. Okay, gate passes are good when you drop somebody off, but you got to go back out. And this isn't a public space anymore? Not anymore, no. So you're recording their stuff they don't want you here anymore, okay? Well, so so is what I'm doing illegal? Is there a law against what I'm doing? There's not a law against what you're doing? You're a law enforcement officer. Listen, listen to me. 
This is TSA's space. Okay? I understand that. So they don't want you here. I don't care. Do you need to leave. No, it doesn't mean that I need to leave. If I'm not breaking a law, you, you can't do anything to me. You a valid ticket to fly out. You need to leave. Otherwise, I'm going to trespass you. And then you're going to be trespassed you're, for 90 days. What, what law are you going to trespass me against? Under our port ordinance laws, 423R. And what is that? That's an unclassified misdemeanor. What is that? Unclassified, what does that mean? You, 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 I will charge you with logic. With what? Logic. Logic. You're here without a ballot ticket. No, I'm, I'm a, I am an independent journalist, and I'm doing a story, and I'm doing a story on all these different places right here. And they just happen to be in, and I happen Let's to take some films there. Okay, let me ask this. If I don't leave, are you going to arrest me? I'm going to escort you out of here. I know, but if I don't leave, are you going to arrest me? I, that's all, That's just a simple question. You will? Okay, yeah. so under the color, uh, color of law, you're going to violate my rights. That gives me a lawsuit, you know, sir. <laughs> yep. Portland police don't like the Constitution. This guy doesn't like his oath to the Constitution. This officer here does not like the Constitution. Right there. He's a tyrant. Now, you see? No re-entry after exit. I understand that part. Just let, let you know, you were wrong. Your department, what is your name and badge number? I'm Officer Porter, Porter Portland Police Department. Need to head out to the airport. What's your badge number? We don't have badge numbers. Your employee number? Call number? Radio number? 1436. What's that? Keep going across the red line. Thank you. What was it again? 1436. 1436. I'll be filing a complaint. What is your name and badge number, sir? My name is Officer Young. My badge number is 452. 452. Okay. I'm not filing a complaint on you because you didn't do it. He did, so you'll be getting a complaint on you. And I don't have to leave an airport. I'm not in a restricted space now. And this is a public space, and you cannot trespass me unless I'm breaking a law. You are not a valid ticket here. You don't have a valid ticket to fly out of here. But this is a public space. I can be here all day long. You're not an employee. What does that matter in a public space, sir? This is a limited public space use area. This is for traveling passengers. I think you're wrong on the law there, sir. I know that you're wrong on the law. I mean, I studied law in college. I, okay. you know, so I know the laws. I studied the laws before I came here. I understand them. And you cannot you trespass get, me when I haven't broken the law. What's that? You're on the max. How'd you get here? You drive? That's none of your Let's business how I got here. Whatever you got to do, wherever you got to go, take an Uber, Max, walk. I don't care. I don't have to airport. listen to you, sir, because you you are not in charge of me. You do not have any authority. You're getting in the airport right now. I'm going to escort you over here. You're getting out of the airport. All right? Do you See this, me? guys? Now I got a lawsuit. <laughs> you need to leave the airport. And the tyrants in this place are going to get a lawsuit. Great! Yay! At this point, I feel like you should be audited. We're just going to step outside and talk, okay? You want me to step outside, really? Yeah, just to give you some privacy. So you do real well, you do realize they're in violation of Section 2, Part B of the federal law? you want to step outside so we can speak, so I can explain some of the process of what's going on. Because I don't want to get your business out in front of everyone. Are you about to give me a no trespassing order? I because I, like I don't see any other reason that I would have to go outside. Okay. And if that's what you're insinuating, I think you should get your superiors here immediately okay. because you're in violation of federal law. Okay. What is your name, sir? My name is Good Citizen. I'm sorry. And say at, that again. at this point, I feel like you should be audited. Okay. What is your name, sir? Good citizen. Good can citizen. you have your superior Would you here? Mind stepping outside can, with me? Can you have so your superior see. here immediately? I think what you're doing is against okay. federal law, and this okay. good citizen well, if you'd like is now auditing you. Okay. If you'd like me to get my supervisor, we need to step outside, okay? Okay, no problem. So I'm being ostracized for what reason again? You don't even know what's going on, sir. Let me explain things. Well, I know you're, you're separating me from the public. I don't want to um, hear your business. As an accommodation. For, for no reason. Again, did, did, the, uh, did that person say that my dog did something to question its ability as a service animal? I'll explain to you. Oh, so she, she didn't, right? 
Partake of the walk of shame. What did I do again? I will explain to you when oh, you get outside. So I'm being ostracized for what reason? I don't know what that means, sir. Os being treated different. Okay, I'm not you're, treating you different. I'm treating why, you differently. It, it looks like you're kicking me out because of my service animal. What do, you, what do you mean? I will explain to you when we get outside, okay? Wait, so are there, if you weren't taking me outside, you wouldn't be I'd taking give, me out. Do you understand why I'm asking you to step outside? Because you're in violation of federal law and you're not answering. You're not and you're not calling your supervisor immediately. Okay. That's why. All right, that's why. Because you're in violation of federal law and your okay. supervisor is not here to correct you. That's not Nelson. This is your false indoctrination of the law. Okay. Why am I being removed from the business? Listen. Uh, listen. Why am I, I being removed from the business if I this wanted, is not your false indoctrination of the law? I wanted to step outside because I wanted to give you privacy. That's why I wanted to take yep. you outside to explain to you. So I want to hear it from you as far as what happened today. What do they tell you? I'm not. That's not what I asked. I, I, I'm asking you what. I came here. I, I came here because I wanted to. Uh, I wanted to do business here. Okay. I wanted to to actually have a store here. Okay. And before I was even able to talk to the person, I was told that my service animal is not welcome here. And I was told without paperwork, you would come and have me no trespass from the business. Okay. Now that you're you showed up and you're asking me to leave the business, I'm accusing you of what they said they have you do well, in the past on a normal basis. That's you? I'm telling you what they said they have you do on a normal basis okay. in the past here. Okay. They said they do this okay. to people all the time on film. So, you also with the police. To to you? you also have me to explain things to you? I'm listening. Do you have a name and badge number? My name is Officer Dillion. Badge number? Can you say it for the camera, please? One, six, one. And you, sir? Reposal. Reposal. So, Thank all you. right. So here's the deal. This is a private business. They have their rules. So if someone comes in with a dog that you're claiming, they're not saying that you're lying about it being a service dog. You know what I mean? We don't have a reason to call you a liar on that. You're saying it's a service dog. It's a service dog, right? But they have rules that as a business, they like to follow. So when they ask you for the paperwork, you don't have to give them the paperwork. But aside from that, if they don't want you in the business because you're not willing to show that paperwork, then they have the right to ask you to leave. Did you inform them that they're in federal violation of the law? They're going to look into it on their own. Okay, so at this point, I'm going to turn the film off, okay. and I'm going to show you what federal violation they're in, and I'm going to also show you what ticket you're supposed to give them for this federal violation okay. if they re still refuse me service after you tell them. They can, they have the right hear me? To I'm going to give you, show you the law okay. that said that explains the ticket that you're supposed to give them okay. after they still refuse. To, to the, the natural accommodations for all all disabled people okay. after you correct them if they're still not willing to let me in the business you're supposed to give them this ticket I'm going to show you where what you're in violation of now and at that point I'm going to turn the camera back on okay now Google properly explained to you what laws they're in, they're in violation of and you need to cite them tickets for am I, pro am I right? So what I heard when you had that Google thing going on, I, like I explained to you prior, is you don't have to show your paperwork. I'm validating that. But as a business and as a private establishment, they have the right to refuse anyone into their business. Right, and you have the right to give them the fine. Are you going to enforce the fine that you heard them saying? I've never heard of that fine before. Uh, but you just heard it, right? Yes, but we okay, don't. Okay, so now you're saying. But like I, so why don't you get your supervisor here? Because obviously, if you've never heard of the fine and you're not willing to enforce it, your supervisor needs to be here immediately. Okay, well, I need to know your name so I can let them know what's going My on. My name is Good Citizen. That's the Good Citizen that is auditing you because you have no okay, clue about the laws that I just informed you of, and now you're refusing to enforce. Okay. Can you have your supervisor here immediately, Could please? I have your information as far as your name, please? You can have your. No. Well, if you're not willing to give me your information, then I'm not willing to... So are, are you extorting me for my information? You're telling me that you're not willing to do what you're properly supposed to do. And extortion matters. 
because of my inf not because of refusing to give me my I'm information. You is That's extortion. So, so you're telling me you're not willing to do your job because you're extorting me for my name first. All I was asking you was for your name so I could let my supervisor know who I'm speaking with. Excuse me, sir. Are, are you participating with this tyrant? Can you have your sergeant here immediately, please? Can you have your sergeant here immediately, please, sir? Would you like to provide me with your name? Good citizen. Am I being detained? It seems like this has been more than 20 minutes. You Do you have a reasonable suspicion of a crime? Sorry, if you'd like Do you to have a reasonable suspicion of a crime? Sir. Do you have a reasonable suspicion of a crime? Am I being detained? They don't want you here, so therefore you need to leave their property. Uh, am I being detained? You're not being detained, no. Okay, so if I'm not being detained, and you don't have a legal suspicion of a crime, and you're still engaging uh, outside of your understanding of the law based on what I've shown you, can you get your supervisor here immediately? It has been 20 minutes and you still haven't come up with a reasonable articulated suspicion of a crime for you to still be here investigating. You still haven't came, tell me what you're investigating for more than 20 I minutes. Just, I after I showed you your you're in violation of federal law and you're refusing to get I your supervisor. Just not listening to me. So uh, what are you saying? My, um, I explained to you what had happened. What, what had happened? What had happened? That you went in there. Yep. They asked you for your paperwork, which you do not have to provide. Do I have le any legal obligation to provide it? No, you don't have to. Okay, so to. what are you excluding but me they, from the rest of the public for then? They don't Why am I being excluded? They don't want Why to. Why am I being excluded? Because they don't want to. Because it's over your head and you need to call your supervisor right away. Okay, all right. Your false indoctrination of the law has now had me detained for more than a half hour. I'd like to have your supervisor here. Now we'll wait till you're dismissed. You're dismissed. Are you doing an investigation even though there's no suspicion of crime? Sir. We'll make sure to have that subpoenaed. That you need to leave the property. It seems like you're doing an investigation without reasonable suspicion of a crime. His name's Wayne. You're making it hard for me to show you information if you're going to interrupt every time I turn the camera off, sir. I, how can I interrupt you turning the camera off? It's a button, I'm pretty sure. Just like my phone. If you're going to interrupt and start speaking while I'm trying to get Google to show you something, then obviously you're not watching or listening. You asked to leave Would you like to see the evidence? Because you have a dog with you. Don't give you the right to trespass, all right? Sir, you my service animal has are done nothing. Not? How many service animals are in there, sir? Are you going to leave or not? Yeah, no problem. Okay, if you want to talk about this, go to the police station and I'll have a conversation with you about it. Again, name and badge number. Again. That's all you get. 167? 167. Oh, you don't have, you don't have a, an don't obligation have to identify yourself? No, I don't. And you're, you're legally no trespassing me? Can I have that? No can I have that in writing for my lawyer? I can't hear you. My, can I have it in writing for my lawyer? We don't trespass people like that. Oh, because what you're doing is illegal. That's why you're not going to write the paper? I'm not a lawyer. I don't write trespass notices. If you think that that's... You're telling me I've been formally no trespass. Do you have any proof? I didn't say that. Those words didn't come out of my mouth. So I haven't, I haven't been trespassed in the business. So you're telling me I disrupted the business. You're trespassing. That's what I said. He said you can I have a can I have the legal paper that shows I'm trespassing? Please? You don't need a legal paper for that. So then, are you lying? Listen, you're gonna go or or do you? Yeah, I'm ready. To, I'm ready to leave. Oh, they're gonna arrest me now? They will arrest you for trespassing for, if you don't leave. No problem. I, I'm on my way out, why sir. Why are you smirking like that? Because you're in violation of law, and and it's gonna be funny when you see how bad it is. Okay. So are you? Are you? You have a nice day. So, are you forcing me to get in my vehicle so you can see which vehicle I'm in? Are you going to follow me out of here so I make sure I can leave the camera on for my safety? Because obviously you're in violation of federal I, I law. You get some kind of pleasure in recording. Well, no, obviously you're a goon. You're not following okay. federal law. I don't. My name is. Team harassing the fuck out of me down here in Eureka. Covered and asshole here. Having a good time doing it, right? Yeah. Waste of taxpayers' bread or whatever you want to call it. Not doing nothing, bothering nobody. Trying to do some work on my car. These guys are out here stretching Is me out like the fucking DEA. Hell no, it ain't. Okay. Does it look like it's mine? I have no clue. It's sitting here.
Now they're harassing me. This dude told me to go back to the reservation. What the fuck's that supposed to mean, officer asshole? Go back to the reservation? Is that what you told me to do? Absolutely. For what? Why not? Why not? Why not go back to the reservation? Because I'm working on my car, man. Work on your car. That's why we're here. Oh, so I have to go back to the reservation to do that? No, you can do it at home on your own private. But why have to go back to the reservation? Just answer that for the camera. Because you're going to be on YouTube, dickhead. Oh, great. Good for you. Why do I have to go back to the reservation? Why not? Why not? Don't answer a question with a question. Okay. I thought you were done talking to me. No, I said I'm going to talk to you the way I want to talk to you. That's what I said. I'm not answering the questions you want me to answer. So look at these guys harassing the fuck out of me. Got nothing better to do. Look at there's heroin caps around here and shit. Probably people shooting up down here, but you guys want to bother me. This motherfucker said go back to the reservation. Look at him, Donald Trump, voting piece of shit. All right. Does it run though? Yeah, it runs. Okay. Just part of all. Now I saw this fucking jockhead driving by my house earlier in this fucking thing. This is the harassmobile. Here you go. I'm not going to the reservation, though, you piece of shit. Oh, good for you. Yeah, good for me. Move your stuff. Get I'm moving when I'm getting ready here. to, man. All right? Move when I'm good and ready to. Unless you motherfuckers want to shoot me for no reason, like you guys Why like you to know? do. Because you're fucking police officers. For no oh, reason. Okay. Yep, no reason. Tobacco oh, stains hovered. You're Hubbard. a funny man. You're a funny looking, especially your haircut. Fucking Kojak and his partner over here. All right. Is he clear? Yeah. That's too bad. That's too bad, right? It is. Yeah. Make my day. You sure would, you little punk ass bitch. So you got is that badge and that gun. He might give me a problem. It's not you. Have a nice day. Move your stuff. Yeah. Go back to the cop shop, you fucking dork. Ah, uh, it's almost lunchtime. Yep. Somebody told me to go back to the reservation. Yeah, here's your reservation right here, you piece of shit. There you go. There you go, you like that? Fucking douchebags. They said really be on pin. If you love me, why the fuck you do me wrong then? That's why I'd rather walk alone, leave me lonely. Cause that fuck nigga shit don't condone me. Fuck glory, Lord don't want me. Fighting demons got me tripping and I can't sleep. Broke trust, love scars, now my heart lead. Lost pop, I swear to God, I lost my heartbeat. Depression broke inside my mind, trying to own me. It's an unwanted guess and it won't leave. God, I've been drowning now. These pool of emotions, I'm drowning now. Fuck trust, ain't really in all that. My scoring pass turned a good nigga hard back. Was on my head doing bad, seen niggas laugh. Same niggas who I would've gave my fucking last. Somebody pray for me. Somebody pray for me. Somebody pray for me. Somebody pray for me. I done been lied on, backstabbed and mistreated. Fake love made me hate love. You can take it back. I don't need it. Yeah. Tonight, the world is on the brink, and the White House is panicking because Joe Biden's president. The United States now sponsoring a double proxy war against the Iranians and the Russians. China's eyeing Taiwan, and North Korean weapons were just discovered in Gaza. The State Department has just issued a worldwide travel warning to all countries. When's the last time that's happened? Americans aren't even safe in France. Our enemies are being mobbed by angry Muslims. Our military bases are under attack in Iraq. And we just had to shoot down two Iranian-made missiles. How was your week? While this right now breaks, Putin is in China meeting with Xi, where they're coordinating Mideast policy. Two American carrier strike groups are in the Mediterranean, and Biden just tested one of our new nuclear weapons, detonating a massive bomb in Nevada. And we keep catching Middle Easterners sneaking across the secure southern border. Axios reports top officials say this has been the, quote, heaviest, most chilling week since Biden took office. The Biden administration is, quote, rattled, according to this report. Doesn't that make you feel safe? They say this matrix of crises pose an epic concern and historic danger. Washington fears these wars can spread. But have no fear, last night, Joe Biden announced he's a wartime president. This morning I returned from Israel. 
They tell me I'm the first American president to travel there during the war. I boarded a train with blacked out windows for a 10 hour ride each way to Kyiv to stand with the people of Ukraine. I'm told I was the first American to enter a war zone not controlled by the United States military since President Lincoln. We cannot and will not let terrorists like Hamas and tyrants like Putin win. I refuse to let that happen. Biden's a proxy wartime president. Ignore the fact that his policies got us into these proxy wars. So forget Bidenomics. Biden is running as General Patton. It's an election year. War sells. The Inflation Reduction Act doesn't. Here's proof. Biden's getting slaughtered by Trump in almost every swing state. Georgia, Arizona, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, North Carolina. Biden loses in a landslide if the election was today. So Biden's pivoting. He's running on guns and butter. Biden's asking Congress for a hundred billion dollars. But Biden says, don't worry. The taxpayers are just funding defense contractors. These proxy wars are made in America. Palestinian citizens are aware that Hamas has involved themselves in the war and that almost the whole world is against Hamas. Thousands of Palestinian citizens joined these protests, which started in the city of Al-Zahra within hours. Gathering courage with the increase in their numbers, the Palestinian people began to march to the Hamas administration building in the city of Al-Zahra. According to information obtained from regional sources, riotous Palestinian citizens attacked Hamas vehicles with stones and sticks. Hamas soldiers have placed a blockade around the building in order to prevent Palestinian citizens from entering the administration building. As is known, the Hamas administration is forcing adult men to fight for themselves because they need more soldiers in this war they have started. It is said that thousands of Palestinian citizens have been recruited into Qasem Brigade with the threat of weapons. The fact that the protests turned into a major riot after a while also frightened the Hamas administration. Although the Hamas militia is trying to disperse the crowd by practicing aggressive attitudes towards its own citizens, the Palestinian people want to overcome these fearful times they are living through. And they realize that for this, they have to get rid of Hamas. It is said that many journalists are lining up at the Egyptian border who want to get detailed information about this uprising started by Palestinian citizens in Gaza. However, the Egyptian government does not allow journalists and reporters to enter Gaza. The Egyptian government, which has completely closed the Rafah gate to journalists and the army, does not allow access to the Gaza Strip. However, it has been revealed by the whole world that there are very serious problems in Palestine and the Gaza Strip. It seems that the Palestinian people have begun to fight at the risk of their own lives to put an end to this war started by Hamas. A few days before these events, allegations had been made that some soldiers serving in the Palestine Liberation Army had carried out an attack on a military outpost belonging to Hamas forces. Although there is no clear information, reports have begun to appear that reserve soldiers who served in the Palestine Liberation Army will be called up to the army again. These events have led to the emergence of claims that a civil war will begin in Palestine. Palestinian citizens are aware that... Good afternoon, and thank you all for joining us. It's great to stand up here with some of the most influential and amazing women from across our state. We are all here to say, frankly, that we've had enough. Enough trying to erase women and girls, enough denying our biological differences from men, and enough of the craziness that is taking over our country. I've had the honor of being both the first woman and the first mother to serve as the governor of Arkansas. Before that, I was the first mother and the only the third woman to serve as the White House press secretary. Because of that, I came into this role with a few pretty unique experiences. Among them is giving birth to three amazing kids. That experience underscored to me that a woman's perspective is important and fundamentally different from a man's. Nowadays, though, only conservatives seem to be making that point. On the left, women have taken a back seat to political correctness.
It's why Senator Irving and Representative Barker had to pass the Fairness in Women's Sports Act to defend our girls across the state. They're using nonsense words to erase women and girls, and more importantly, to erase our voices and our experiences. Today, we're taking a stand against woke nonsense. What frankly started as a fad among a few grad students has seeped down into corporations, the healthcare industry, and increasingly, state government. It's demeaning to women, and it needs to stop. In a moment, I'll sign an executive order banning a number of all sorts of ridiculous words from state government documents. Those include words like pregnant people, laboring person, birth giver, and several other nonsense terms that have cropped up in recent years. Some on the left will accuse us of being nitpicky, that Arkansas should just lay down and accept the cultural revolution without complaint. I say it's the exact opposite. It's the left that decided that woman is a dirty word. It's the left that decided we needed to toss out basic biology and basic grammar along with it. I think they're just mad that conservatives are starting to fight back. And they better get ready because we're just getting started. Thank you for being here and thank you to the amazing women that are standing up here with me. I'll sign this executive order. We'll hear a few words from Dr. Chandler and I'll be happy to take a few questions. Thank you. Thank you. Good afternoon. I'm Dr. Kay Chandler. I'm pleased to be Arkansas Surgeon General and I'm a practicing obstetrician gynecologist here in Little Rock. I've been serving women of all ages since 1997, but the governor's executive order doesn't require a medical degree to understand. It's just common sense. As I was taught in medical school, and actually have known since I was five years old when I happened to be looking through my mother's nursing school textbooks and ran into some embryology textbooks, women give birth. <laughs> Today, that is some have become controversial, but it shouldn't be. Governor Sanders' executive order is smart on a number of counts. It stands up to those who try to erase women in the name of political correctness. In this administration, I know our governor won't let political correctness get in the way of science. Thank you. If there are any questions, I'll be happy to take a couple. Are there Well, there's always an urgency to doing the right thing. Look, I, I wish that we didn't have to write and have executive orders like this, but because of the growing trend uh, that continues to seep into all areas of our life, we feel like it's important. We have seen specific instances that have happened in state government and been reported in other places in state government. And so at no time will I apologize for defending women and standing up for the differences between men and women. Does it matter if there's one? Is that not enough? How many times should a woman have to be insulted before we stand up and say, we've had it? Like, it shouldn't even take one time. Uh, but one instance to me is enough for us to stand up for women and say that we can do better, and we will. I mean, I'm not keeping a running tally, but I have seen one specific instance, and we've had a set a number of other instances that have been reported to our office, uh, specifically at the health department. As I just said, we've seen uh, specific instances at the health department and several others that have been reported. It's, it's not that they're offensive, it's that they are scientifically wrong. And that's a different thing. There's something different about whether your feelings got hurt versus something that is just factually incorrect. I think it is insulting to women to define them as something other than what they are and to take away experiences that are so specific to them that cannot be uh, created just by saying uh, them into existence. So how is your executive order not enforcing political correctness as you see it? Because 
your kind of being because there's a difference between what is right and what is wrong, what is factual and what is not. It's not just political correctness. It's literally the difference of what is accurate and what isn't. Which actually, I think, underscores the exact point. Because we have a federal government that is taking those kind of actions, it is imperative for states to step up and actually defend women. It's, you know, I feel like there's a question of why now, because we have examples where the craziness is seeping into our state and our communities. This would be specific to state government documents that we have the ability to monitor through an executive order. I can't imagine why anybody would need to have incorrect information in a specific government form, but um, we could cross that bridge when we get there if needed. All right, thank you so much. I'm going to sign the executive order now. I'm now doing the unthinkable. I have no work, no money, no food. I have to sell my daughter, he says. I have no other choice. Bawana, who dreams of going to school and becoming a teacher, applies makeup. A favorite pastime for little girls, but Pawana knows she is preparing for what awaits her. My father has sold me because we don't have bread, rice and flour. He has sold me to an old man. The white-bearded man who claims he's 55 years old comes to collect her. He's bought Pawana for 200,000 Afghanis, just over 2,000 US dollars. Covered up, Pawana whimpers as her mother holds her. This is your bride, please take care of her, says Pawana's father. Of course I will take care of her, replies the man. His large hands grab her small frame. Pawana tries to pull away. As he carries her only bag of belongings, she again resists, digging her heels into the dirt, but it's futile. It doesn't matter whether or not they're the victims of society. History has taught us that when terrorists don't pay a price for their terror, when dictators don't pay a price for their aggression, they cause more chaos and death and more destruction. Nixon administration official has admitted that the war on drugs is all about throwing black people in jail. He said, quote, the Nixon campaign in 1968 and the Nixon White House after that had two enemies, the anti-war left and black people. You understand what I'm saying? We knew we couldn't make it illegal to be either against the war or black. But by getting the public to associate the hippies with marijuana and blacks with heroin and then criminalizing both heavily, we could disrupt those communities. We could arrest their leaders, raid their homes, break up their meetings and vilify them night after after night on the evening news. Did we know we were lying about the drugs? Of course we did. This is what American terrorism looks like. History has taught us that when terrorists don't pay a price for their terror, they cause more chaos and death and more destruction. I think that black people need to call the European Jewish community out for their racism. What about the role they played in the transatlantic slave trade? They were some of the biggest slave owners. They were some of the biggest slave sellers. They were some of the biggest insurers of the slave ships. And they were some of the biggest banks that provided loans for slave voyages, as well as holdings for those who made money from slave trafficking. Why don't nobody speak about that? The Secretary of War for the Confederacy was a European Jew and a slave master. Why nobody talks about that? What about the Holocaust and the fact that there was only 50,000 Africans who were also incinerated with European Jews, but they're not mentioned at all in any, any, any Holocaust museum? What about the fact that there was a group of African soldiers from World War II, from America, who went to Nazi Germany and liberated the European Jews from their worst internment camps 
and they're not celebrated nowhere by European Jews at all. So if we want to talk about racism, and if we're going to talk about anti-Semitism, let's talk about Semitic anti-blackness. The, the fact that the president is trying to say that Hamas cannot interfere with humanitarian aid is a ridiculous request because Hamas is the government in Gaza. It's impossible to give humanitarian aid to Gaza without Hamas being involved. It's impossible. So the fact that he's saying that at all, the fact that he's putting that condition on it at all, is simply the fact he is provoking an expected response because he already knows that Israel and the United States will be able to say in the future that Hamas interfered with humanitarian aid, which is going to further fuel this conflict against Hamas and the Palestinians. It's He's setting this up, or his advisors are setting this up, with a very predictable outcome. Very similar to why Hamas, or why Iran, supported Hamas attacking Israel in the first place. We are watching in real time a game of provocation. Iran wanted to provoke Israel to create a humanitarian crisis, and they, they succeeded. They succeeded in doing that, which shut down Israeli-Saudi Arabian ties that were, that were being built. Right? Israel was coming closer to the Sunni Muslim world. They were making huge advances in UAE and Saudi Arabia uh, with Bahrain, world like world changing peace in the Middle East kind of advances. Iran wanted to interrupt that. So they funded the attack that Hamas launched into Israel. And now the Muslim world is in chaos again. And that's exactly what Iran wanted. They provoked Israel. Now the United States and Israel want to provoke continued conflict. So that's where this humanitarian aid restriction is coming from. They already know it's not going to happen. So now, when people continue to suffer, when Palestinians continue to suffer, the United States and Israel can continue to blame Hamas and continue to call them terrorists and continue to attack Palestinians. That's the first thing. The second thing is, this is becoming a political issue for the United States. The Congress can't approve a bill without a Speaker of the House. Well, guess what? We don't have a fucking Speaker of the House. So now the president, who's a Democrat, leading into an election year, gets to say, hey, I put a bill out there, but the Congress can't figure their shit out. So now it becomes a political issue inside the United States where the Americans are like, oh, well, we've got to get this money out there because, you know, we've got to fight terrorism. It's all a giant show. It's, it's, a, it's what we call in, in the intelligence world, we call this a lie of omission. Critical pieces of information are being left out of the public narrative. And without those pieces of information, people don't get a full picture. This is another form of misinformation, mistaken or incomplete information. And we're seeing it happen in real time. And for those of us who are more aware of the geopolitical uh, impact of it all, we can see what's actually happening. A game of provocation in the Middle East between the United States, Israel, and the Muslim world, and this internal political battle between left and right, because when the bill goes to Congress and Congress can't pass without a Speaker of the House, it makes Republicans look like they're stupid. And that's exactly what the Democrats want leading into an election year. Well, I mean, they've, they've walked right into the trap, if that's what it is, because uh, every mainstream media is like, these guys can't get it together. Everyone should be a Democrat, vote Democrat, because yeah. look how disorganized they're ruining the country. They're ruining Israel. Like, there's just so much emotion around this. Now, last night, um, oh, sorry, were you gonna say something? I was gonna say something really, it's, yeah. I find this fascinating, right? Because Netanyahu, the prime minister that we're all bending over backwards to support, he is actually standing under indictment for criminal fraud and corruption. He was ousted from the prime minister's seat in 2019 and the case is still ongoing. He is essentially what the Democrats are accusing Donald Trump of being, he is the same thing in Israel. Okay. But here the Democrats want to trash Donald Trump and say that the American system is, is being attacked. But then they want to stand behind Netanyahu, who is doing the exact same thing in Israel. Again, a piece of information that nobody's talking about, but it's heavily documented. It's just that people are so focused instead on terrorism, because the word terrorism strikes fear in the heart of all of us. When in fact, what Hamas is doing is only defined as terrorist activity by the United States and the United States' closest allies, not by the UN. Yeah, wow. Well, uh, I mean, <clears throat> whenever there is this high alert uh, panic, right? We saw this during COVID, 
where all of a sudden China started putting out uh, propaganda that people were getting COVID and then they would die on the streets, right? They would die at the grocery store. They'd fall onto the subway train tracks and, and people started panicking. And then they're like, we got to shut down the whole world for 15 days. And then they basically locked it. They, they use that fear against the human brain to get, to get the pieces in place that they really want to move. And you're saying something similar is happening with the chaos in Israel right now. Exactly right. What we're experiencing is something that professionals call, uh, intelligence and military professionals call the fog of war. The fog of war means that there is, there is reality out there, but there's so much dust and so much dirt as people are fighting that you can't actually see the battlefield for what it really is. That's where we are right now. We're buried in the fog of war. Americans are confused. They're lost, they're angry, they're scared, and they have every right to feel that way. That is what the fog of war does to the human brain, to use your term, right, Stephen? That's a natural byproduct of our survival instinct. We get scared and angry simultaneously, right? It's something that we do to fight bears and tigers. It makes sense. The thing that's so frustrating to me is that we have this well-funded, well-established federal government that's supposed to reduce the noise instead of increase the noise. And because we have so many nasty politics at play right now in the Democratic Party to secure their seat for the next election, that they're actually increasing the fog of war when they could be telling us the truth. One piece of really fascinating truth came out of the presidential address last night, Stephen, that I think is worth highlighting. The president, for the first time ever, admitted that when we fund Ukraine, what we're really doing is sending them our old weapons and using the new money to fund the development of new weapons for ourselves. So he's saying that whenever we approve money, we're sending our old stuff to Ukraine and using our own money internally to create new weapons. And that means new jobs. Why the fuck wasn't he saying that two years ago? Yeah. Because two years ago, he wanted the American people to believe that we were sending our best to Ukraine. What he wants the American people to believe now is that we're creating jobs. Right? It's all a shaping of the narrative and it's very, very frustrating. It's standard, it's standard practice for the federal government. I was in the government, I know how we, we, do, we do this stuff, but it's not beneficial right now. It's, it's turning into chaos and it's hurting Americans right now. Uh-huh. Hey, but tell me this. What is the reason that the Arabs reject a messenger? I know how they cover it up. I'm talking to the Arabs and all. See, you cover it up by saying this. Oh no, it is written in the 33rd surah, the 40th verse. Muhammad is not the father of any of your men, but he is the messenger of Allah, the seal of the prophets. And there is no messenger to come after Prophet Muhammad. Peace be upon you. And I hear that coming out of Arabs' mouth. And then I watch the actions of the Arab world. Their own actions is a denial of the confession of their faith. Hypocrites. Yeah? But I want to expose the root of why you say that. You see? If you really believe that Prophet Muhammad of Arabia was the seal of the prophets, and that's sincere, then we could sit down together and reason and come to an equitable agreement. But no, you see, Arab, deep down in you, you are a racist. And you have never gotten past that nature of you which is akin to the nature of the European devils you the Jew and the other Europeans all the same people I'm not talking about that original Arab because he looked like somebody from 63rd and Cottage Grove The reason
reason that the Arabs will deny you a messenger is because deep down inside they have no respect for black. And they really don't believe that God could ever raise anything of value out of you. Therefore, if you're going to be saved, it got to come from Arabs. It can't come from you because niggas ain't nothing. I mean, that's the underpinning of their hearts. They don't want to admit it, but I'm sorry. This is open heart surgery today. Again, to even reason with a messenger coming up out of you is to represent the loss of power and the scepter of rulership over the religion of Islam to Mecca and the Arab world. And they cannot for the life of them think that God would give the leadership to somebody that looks like you. But uh, Prophet Muhammad of Arabia in one of his hadith or sayings said, and I'm quoting him now, he heard the footsteps of Bilal going into paradise before him. And Bilal was a black man, an Ethiopian. Now if the prophet of Islam, who was a white man, heard the footsteps of Bilal going into paradise before him, and Bilal was an Ethiopian, a black African, then what did Prophet Muhammad mean? Bilal was just the muezzin, the caller of the faithful to prayer. Why should he go into paradise before the prophet? What was he trying to get them white Arabs to see and to understand that he knew something about the black man and the future of Islam? Created everything, but I called you my own. 
That land I gave you put my name in my home. Yeah, that's my home. You only ever know. Got the main ones I'm watching on my throne. Created everything, but I called you my own. That land I gave you put my name in my home. Yeah, that's my home. Israel.